Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. want to learn about this? Do you want to watch it with your partner? Do you just want to watch it with yourself? I'm going to watch it just to understand like the mechanics of it. You've got to put out. I don't know how else to say it. Like, And you have a license to put out. Like, this is the one person you get to experience all that, all that fun, all those orgasms and all that sex with. It ended up being, you know, a FaceTime type of sex. <laughs> talking about all kinds of fun stuff. But anyway, this late night cyber sex stuff is really taking its toll on me. Hey guys, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Well, I tell you what, I got a lot to say on this episode. So just hold on to your hats, hang on tight. And if I sound a little bit tired or sluggish, I'll tell you, it's because I was doing the cyber sex or the late night sex or the FaceTiming, sexting, whatever the fuck you want to call it between Mr. Big and I. I just know when I get that text like that comes in usually about 1230 my time, which is only 930 his time. It's when I see that, are you awake? (laughs) I'm like, oh, fuck. There's a moment where I'm like, am I awake? Am I not awake? Because I'm usually in bed at that point, but I can, you know, I'll hear my phone or actually what happened last night was that my dog had this barking dream. You know, he just started like barking in his sleep, like really barking, like growling, barking, like, you know, like to where that's not just the, it's not the little, it's the, and he's a small dog. So when I hear this, like, growling, loud barking. I mean, I immediately, it immediately woke me up. Well, then I, then I'm like, oh, okay, well, I better pee. So I pee and then I would check my phone. And there's, of course, a text from Mr. Big and uh, wanting to know if I'm awake. Well, yeah, at that point I was awake. So I went ahead and jumped in and responded and uh, it ended up being, you know, a FaceTime type of sex. <laughs> talking about all kinds of fun stuff. But anyway, this late night cyber sex stuff is really taking its toll on me. So anyway, I was thinking about what I wanted to do for this episode. And I actually had something else scheduled, but I'm going to push that back a week because I did get this very interesting voicemail from a listener. And I'll get to that in just a second. Okay. So this is really what this whole thing is going to be about. It's really around a listener who has an issue that I just completely like my heart goes out to him. So we're going to get into that in just one second. But first of all, I want to make sure you guys are ready and you're signed up for the Extended Orgasms course, October 21st from Erwan and Alicia Davon. If you're not familiar with them, I had them on on episode 207. It was all about 
decoding extended orgasms. It's really all about just sensuality and connection and having great sex with your partner, which, hello, I'm a, like, that's really my platform right there. Like they've summed it up, boom, in one fell swoop and they're teaching it. So they have a course on extended orgasm coming up on October 23rd. And if you don't jump on it, like you're crazy, you're batshit crazy. Like, do you want to see a female extended orgasm? Do you want to learn about this? Do you want to watch it with your partner? Do you just want to watch it with yourself? I'm going to watch it just to understand like the mechanics of it. As a woman, this is beneficial. As a man, a single man, this is beneficial. Do you want to do this to to women moving forward and make them just lose their minds? And if you're in a couple, you, you guys need to watch this together because you're going to learn so, so much about how to connect and how to please each other. So I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes. Unfortunately, I don't have a real easy link to give you. It's not, you know, their website forward slash, you know, my my name. So I you'll have to go to the show notes on this episode and just click on the link. Okay. And then you'll be in, reserve your spot. You really don't want to miss it. I mean, I'm super, super excited. The price point's very low on this. I mean, you really need if you're if you're at all interested in this, watch it. Trust me, you're going to be blown away. So I'm doing it because God damn it, I want to... <laughs> yes. I just want to know. I, the more I know about my body, the better I can help my partner know about my body. And anything that I find that is valuable and teaches me, I want. So on that same note too, guys, I'm still really buzzing off my Kenneth Play interview. I cannot stress enough. That was episode 217, like 217. I cannot just tell you, I saw his, you know, he gave me access to his course. There's so much in there. There's just so much in there for couples and singles to learn about their sexuality. And again, my whole point and premise and reason for being here and doing this podcast is A, I really enjoy sharing my journey with you guys, but And I hope it's inspirational. But second, I need to bring you resources. I can't just tell you like, here's what I'm doing and here's the problems that I've come across. I'm bringing you the resources. I get your feedback and I bring you the resources. If you haven't noticed, some of you are clever enough. You're catching on. Like the problems I've encountered, I will go out. This is what I do. I go out and I source what I think are the best experts in this industry for helping with problems that either A, I've experienced myself at stumbling blocks or B, that you guys have reached out and expressed to me. So I kind of know what the popular, most common underlying issues are. And they're very similar to what I'm experiencing. But sometimes there's a different offshoot on that because I'm not in a, I'm not married or, you know, I'm not in a long-term couple relationship. So there's just different, there's different nuances to it. But again, please, you know, really listen to the, you know, a lot of these Saturday episodes are devoted to bringing you the resources that I know are just going to benefit you the most and make you like the bomb when it comes to the bedroom. All right. So I want to go, let me start with really the the crux and the point of this episode is, I guess I want to talk about maybe just kind of stagnating in relationships or, you know, when you get stuck in a rut with someone, this was really inspired by a long-term listener who's followed me for quite a while. He leaves voicemails 
quite often, which I love. I love your voicemails, guys. I form relationships with you. It's wonderful for me to know who's listening and I get back to you and you get to really, this is your chance to communicate with me one-on-one. If you've ever wanted to do that, don't be shy. Like seriously, just, I answer every single voicemail myself. I listen to what you say. I give it thought. I'll sit there. Sometimes I have to pull up references and things like that before I respond. Like I put a lot of time into this and It means a lot to me to have you reach out, but I take that so personally when you do. And so this listener, he knows who he is. I'm not going to play his voicemail, but I'll sum it up. Basically, he's been married for, gosh, I think, hope I'm not misquoting. I think it's like 20 years. They, He's just, he's been with this woman and I know that he absolutely adores and loves her. And one of the problems is that she's never had an orgasm. And her to her right now, at this point in her life, the sex, it sounds like is just not, it's not a priority. And I think sometimes when, you know, they go on vacation or they do fun things, it'll come up. It's like that, you know, it's the holiday sex or the occasional sex sprinkled in throughout the year, but it's not an ongoing consistent thing. And the reason I am doing this episode is because the last voicemail I got from him He's usually so upbeat. And I heard, to be quite frank, I heard sadness in his voice. I heard, I think, a little bit of loneliness and longing because he wants this with his partner and he wants to connect with her on that level. And, you know, he's not the kind of guy that's going to go outside of their relationship. He's devoted to this woman and, and respects all the wonderful things that she brings to the relationship. And so it's not a slight on that, but... For men, and I think this is what a lot of women don't understand, is that, and I know I've said this before, men need that from us. They need that physical touch, that affirmation. They need not to get into the love languages, but you know, like they, they need the verbal affirmation and they need the physical affirmation. So where I think women where we fall down is, and I I hate to go, you know, it's like, I'm not bashing women, but I'll tell you, I think there's a reason why my my listener base of women, if it's 35% to 65% men, so 35% women and 65% men, it's shifted because, you know, sometimes I'm harder on women. I'm harder on women because we are wired differently. We're so much more complicated and men are... God love you guys. God love you guys. I mean, love them. They're simple creatures, you know? And women, we miss the mark when we realize that that we don't have to do that much to keep them totally happy and fulfilled. And I, you know, and if you love your partner, that is what you want to do. And sometimes you get caught up in, you know, women, we get caught up in our own life changes and whatever's going on, just all the stuff that we try to do and be as women, because we're really trying to wear so many hats. We're trying to kill it out there in the business world. We're trying to be the best mom possible, the best soccer mom. We're joining the PTA. We're donating hours and time. And we also have to be these pillars of sacred 
virginity or virtue and how could we be a dirty slut in the bedroom too while we're supposed to be the best representative at school for our children and and then again also these great working moms bringing home the bacon and and then we got to turn around we got to take care of the kids and do laundry and make dinner and run the house and now we also got to be our husband's slut in the bedroom i get it it's a lot of fucking hats okay so you know who gets the short end of that it's not your kids It's not the school, it's not the PTA, it's not the volunteer hours, it's not your job, but it's going to be, it ends up being your husband or your significant other. And that's what leads to this dissatisfaction that I hear from men. I want the women to know that, and this may be rude and upfront and in your face, but it's your husbands and your boyfriends that are reaching out to me as a single woman wanting what I have, wanting the physical intimacy and the sexual experiences that I'm doing. They want that. That's what they're talking about. That's what they're not getting. And that's why they're cheating. And that's why they're doing shady shit Believe me, I don't want your husbands or your boyfriends reaching out and flirting with me. I don't, that's the last thing I want. I want you to be able to meet that need for them. So this this episode, I want it to be helpful, but I can't be helpful and not be honest. And if you think that you're going to starve your husband for affection or your boyfriend for affection over an extended period of time, and he's not going to go get it somewhere else, girl, you are sadly mistaken. You need to, I don't care how nice you think that poor guy is. He's not wired to be starved like that. You're starving him. You're the bitch that's starving him. Okay, let's be clear. You can't do this. I know you think he's probably, I know there's two sides to the story. So I'm not totally trying to throw women under the bus. But what I am willing to come out and say is that generally speaking, sorry, men, women are the leaders in the relationship. They, they're they dictating a lot of this stuff. And so it really has to start. I think a big part of the change has to start with them. And this is how women, we need to hear this truth and accept it. Your man needs, he needs your physicality. He needs those things. He can't, we get these from our friends. We'll sit there and talk at the water cooler, at the park when we're pushing strollers, you know, at the grocery store, in our women's social groups. We get a lot of the support and nurturing from other women because we're supportive and nurturing. But do you, you must understand why it doesn't make sense that you will turn that, the one person that needs that the most, you know, your partner or your spouse, you will turn off that nurturing side because you are now, you know, really sort of looking at him as like obligatory. He's just another obligation. He's another thing on your to-do list. And like I said, since he doesn't generate a paycheck and since he's not a child that can't, you know, that's young and defenseless, he really will end up kind of getting the short end of the stick but he needs that they, this is just vital for men. Like they need this intimacy and this closeness and that bond really just as much as we do. We don't necessarily put it in those terms, okay? Because like I said, we're, we can go without the orgasms, but men have one 
specific way really to get this. And, you know, they can relieve stress by going to the gym. There's a lot of things, but we they can't directly replace that by having a conversation usually with other men. And it's not the same level of satisfaction. They need that bond and closeness with you. And that's what we were designed for. I don't feel like I should have to sit here and explain this and justify this to you. Like literally look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself if you were on the receiving end of what you're dishing out, the little bit of physical connectivity, how would you feel? If that's the if that was your one big lifeline and you were denied that, how would you feel? Because it's not the same as paternal love. That's great. It it's not the same. This romantic physical connection and love, it we need it. We're wired for it. And if your partner really needs it to sit there and deny it, like you wouldn't deny your child food. You wouldn't deny your child hugs, affection, love, positive reinforcement, but you're doing that to your spouse or significant other. I mean, that's, I just, I'm trying to help you really put this into a perspective, a language that you can understand. So when I got this, to kind of circle back here, when I got this message from this person, it really just, like I said, it, I could hear it in his voice and it, it, it broke my heart because I know that men, experience this. They feel this. And I'll be honest, I knew a while to like put the puzzle pieces together too. So it's not a finger pointing. It's me trying to be helpful and hopefully put it in a way that women are going to understand. Because I lived a long time, many years with really overlooking this very obvious fact. And I don't know why it escaped me. It did. It really just did. Like I didn't get it. I wrecked a lot of good relationships because my priorities were about work. And you can substitute, as a woman, you can substitute anything you want in there. Work, kids, work and kids. I mean, you you get where I'm going with this. It's like, if you're not putting your relationship at the top and making, you know, putting it at the top of your pyramid, it's going to suffer. And it is counterintuitive, right? When you think about it, because I always get down on men. I get down on men when they're saying, oh, I cheat on her because I won't leave her because my kids are so important and da da da, you know? And I'm like, oh, fucking bullshit. Like, let's call a spade a spade. You know, on this podcast, I will call a spade a spade. That is the biggest load of crap. Like, my kids are so important to me. And so, therefore, I, you know, this is. I cheat so I can so we can keep the family together. Fuck off. Literally fuck off. You cheat because you're weak. You cheat because you won't do the work and you're lazy about it and you've given up and you're not the man running your household and your kids are not the most important thing and don't hide behind that bullshit because if they were, you would move heaven and earth to make sure you treated the mother of your children with respect and that does not include fucking other women behind her back, okay? Can I be any clearer about that? Probably not. Now, that's to help women out. That's to show I'm not biased, but women... Come on, like ladies. Oh my gosh. If your man is with you, honestly, he really doesn't want to be anywhere else. Okay. He wants to be with you. 
you've got to put out. I don't know how else to say it. Like, and you have a license to put out. Like, this is the one person you get to experience all that, all that fun, all those orgasms and all that sex with. And, you know, and, and, and again, make this an adventure, make this fun for both of you. I can't sit here and pretend that I know every single obstacle that everybody that listens to this podcast is facing. No, I do not. Of course I don't. But what I know is you're going to get out of something what you put into it. It's a direct result. You know, when you bust your ass and work hard to exercise, lose weight, you know, be a great mom, be a great spouse, be a great partner, like that shows up. And hopefully what you're seeing is that I'm doing my best and to bring you resources that I think will be valuable and help and also fun, you know, fun for couples, fun for just individuals like me that are single. It's just good information and good resources all the way around. Again, think about this, ladies, what you're essentially doing. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. We've all seen the headlines in the news of how someone lost their life in an act of cold-blooded murder. And while it's sad and grabs your attention, most people go on with their day without giving it another thought. But have you ever stopped to think about the life of the person at the center of the news story? They were more than just a headline or a statistic. They were someone's loved one or friend. I'm Mike Morford, and my podcast, The Murder of My Family, dives into some of those stories to help listeners get to know the person who was lost and how their death affected those closest to them. Listen to The Murder of My Family everywhere you listen to podcasts. There are well over 100 episodes to binge on now. If you're turning off to your man sexually, you're trapping him in the friend zone. And it's a friends without benefits zone. And I'm just telling you, ladies, he will go somewhere else. Please do not think. Don't be so arrogant to think that you know him so well that basically what you're leveraging is you're trying to leverage that man's good faith effort, his desire to want to be something. You're just, you're riding the fine line on that. You're pushing it to the fence and you're asking like, let's see how far I can push it. Well, let's see how far I can push it. Well, guess what? First of all, that's unfair and wrong. And second of all, you're going to find yourself on the losing end of that and don't beat him up when he goes out and does what he does, very, very seldom is infidelity a one-way street. Very seldom. I mean, look, sometimes you just marry a habitual cheater and you made a mistake. You just chose poorly. And that goes for both sides, men and women. But for the most part, I don't believe people come into relationships wanting to do the wrong thing. They don't have the best intentions. It's just that circumstances over time will foster this kind of stuff. So... The only thing that women, what we can do is A, accept our responsibility in in wherever we are with the other person in our life, that romantic partner, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it may be, and start working on how to make it better. So again, if you're lacking intimacy and connectivity in your relationship, this, in my opinion, is cruel and unusual punishment 
to continue to subject your partner to. And you cannot say that you think it's reasonable that just because you have turned off your sexual desire because something's changed in your life, whether it's hormones, your feelings about yourself, whatever it is, you cannot say that it's fair that you expect your partner to go without. They did not sign up for that. No fucking way. No way you had that conversation with them in the very beginning and said, you know, I just want you to know that two or three years from now or five years from now or at some point when I've decided that there's all these things on my list and you are of one through 10, you're number 12, not even on the radar. I don't want to have, I'm not going to have sex with you anymore. Are you okay with that? Come on. What man would raise their hand and be like, oh yeah, I'm good with that. No, they're horny until the day they die. It's just their biology. It's just the way they are. Stop trying to turn your man into a woman, okay? There's a whole kink around this, sissification. <laughs> like, and some men like it, but most men, this is not what they signed up for, okay? They don't want to be turned into a little sissy. They want to still be the man in your life that you crave, that you desire, that turns you on sexually. They get to satisfy you and you get to satisfy them. I have genuinely found most men to be extremely giving, extremely generous sexually. Like they'll do just about whatever it takes because it interests them because your satisfaction and what you like and crave and want and need sexually is hot. To them. So you don't even have to try that fucking hard. Like literally just let him be a part of what turns you on. And you know what? You're probably already going to knock it out of the park. And I'm not trying to oversimplify men and their needs, but they're just not wired as, you know, they don't think about things as they don't overthink things. How about that? They don't overthink shit the same way women do. And I'm a woman. I know. I overthink the fuck out of something. If I can, I will analyze it seven ways to Sunday and I'll come back and then 20 ways to Monday. Like I will hash and rehash. I will beat that dead horse in my mind. I look at it from every single freaking angle. And that's just how we are. But if we want to be happy, we have to meet our men where they're at. You have to meet these guys where they're at, ladies. Like, stop trying to make him, feminize him, make him a woman, expect him to always come to your level. He'll happily meet you halfway. I know this. <laughs> I know this. They're not that difficult. We are the difficult ones. We are the complicated ones. Just make an effort. But at the same time, just be aware if you don't, there's a consequence for making an effort and there's a consequence for not making an effort. That's the way the world is. Equal but opposite reactions. It's how it works. And don't be pissed off and hurt and crushed and all that shit and make him the bad guy because you starved him for affection, attention, love, physicality, sex, all the things that he signed up to get from you and you didn't deliver. You broke your contract, okay? Not him, you did. And so when he, if he goes outside and gets it somewhere else, you have to accept your part in that. I know women don't want to, but you have to because once you do, you can start to fix it and do better. And also once you do, before this before shit goes crazy and sideways and gets to the worst extreme, you can make things better as well. So this is my big response. Like I said, I heard 
got a voicemail from a longtime listener and it really hit me in the heart. It really resonated with me. And I don't believe he's going outside of their relationship, but I believe every man starved long enough is capable when the right put in the right scenario, it can happen. And then women just get all pissed off like, oh, he's a big piece of shit. He's a dirtbag. He did that. You know, well, you know, you got to look at the facts. Some men are pushed to this. And I'm not, nobody has to do anything. But man, you know, if I was so thirsty in the desert, I always say, don't, I, I won't drink muddy water in the desert. But, you know, if you're just ready, you're out there, you're dehydrated, and you've put up with it long enough, you may just take, take a drink of muddy water. It's not that he wants that woman more than you. He wants it from you and you won't give it to him. Now, in today's modern society, in my opinion, there's really no need for any kind of infidelity or transgressions to be going on, in my opinion, because all of this can be managed if people would be adult enough to discuss where they're really at and where they're really coming from and what they really fucking want. And also be mature enough to realize that over time, shit changes. Your relationship does not stay the same. And it's really only about the lack of creativity and the limitations of the two people involved to problem solve that leads to the downfall. Because there's no reason why if you really love each other and you want to stay together, whether it's for the kids, whatever, if you have a common interest, you can work any of this out. But women, if you don't want to fuck him, you need to be willing to let someone else do your dirty work. You feel me? You get what I'm laying down here? He's not supposed to have to live a life, a non-sexual life, a life of abstinence just because you don't want it anymore. That's not his fault. And quite frankly, it's not his problem. You're making it his problem. You want to straddle him with your lack of libido, but he doesn't have that lack of libido. He doesn't share that with you. So let him get it somewhere else and let him be able to do that freely. And you guys come up with a plan on how you manage that. I don't want to know. You want to know. You want to be whatever. However, like I said, there's so many different ways you can go on this. There's so many options, ways to negotiate it, keep and and while still achieving your big picture goals. If the big picture goal is we want to stay together, come hell or high water. Oh my gosh, there's just a zillion different ways to skin that cat. So stop, you know, get out of the whatever you were sold on, whatever guilt or shame or whatever you're dragging with you, it doesn't apply, okay? You have to know that you're the driver of this train and you get to direct it any way you want to go. You don't have to share that with your friends. What's between the two of you is between the two of you. As long as it meets the needs of both parties involved, you're golden, you're good. If you have open honesty, openness, honesty, communication, you're good, really. I'm disheartened to still be getting these voicemails from men who absolutely love and adore their wives, but they're miserable with you. I don't want to put words in anybody's mouth. I'm not speaking for, I'm not specifically, I'm not referencing the one caller that sparked all this, but I will say my interpretation is people, men, that I've talked to over the years that write in, call in. They're miserable. 
They're unhappy. And women, we're, we're supposed to be caring and nurturing. If your child was miserable, holy shit, you would fucking move heaven and earth to address that, make that change. But you won't do it for the father of those children? Like, this is just like, this doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't, it, it makes no sense. And I hope maybe as you listen to it, you kind of go, yeah, I guess it doesn't make it, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up, it doesn't. Because again, ultimately at the end of the day, you're the one setting the example for your children about what type of a partner they should go out and seek. The type, the level of affection and you know, loving and caring and nurturing. If you can look in the mirror and say, I want my child to mirror and mimic and go out and seek and find exactly the relationship I have with my spouse, then you're doing a good job. If you can't say that, then you better do some work. And a lot of it from what I've seen and the feedback I've gotten tends to be sexual in nature. So again, not trying to be a shame on a shame on women, a shame on them. It's not. It's I'm just trying to be helpful. I feel like I have, I can't speak to men. I can only regurgitate what they've told me. And my interactions as a single woman with men that are married approaching me and trying to sell me on like the idea of that and also then confiding like what's going on and the reasons for them reaching outside of these relationships. To me, it's sad, you know, it's sad and, and it's pervasive. It's not, it's very pervasive. And oh, I got to tell you, as a woman, it scares me to death. Like, if I, you want to hear that, you know, that term scared straight, like it's, I take it seriously. Like when I'm in a relationship with a man, I want to know his needs are being met. And I'm always going to want to know that his needs are being met. I want my needs met. I believe if I'm meeting his needs that they're going to be more than happy to be reciprocal. And it just, since I can't, you know, since ladies, you cannot control what your guy does. All you can do is control what you do. You have to lead the charge on this. You have to take the reins and just fuck his brains out. I mean, like I had, or even, you know what? You don't want to fuck his brains out? How about hand jobbing him? You know, remember I had Lee Jagger on? That was episode 190, erotic massage. Like that right there, holy shit. Like if you can give your man a happy ending, like, okay, okay, fine. Maybe there might be reasons why physiologically sex may not feel good. You may be, you know, your hormones may be changing. You're experiencing dryness. There's just a lot of stuff or emotionally, whatever. You don't want to do the actual penis to vagina. Well... What if you're just a rock star at giving him a hand job? I'm telling you, he's, he's going to be pretty damn happy with that. If you rocked his world with a happy ending, whoo, yeah. And that's another great episode, guys, you know, or ladies, not guys, but ladies, go back and listen to that. This is a woman who has experience with so many men, and I know she's heard it too. Like, and we touch on that. We touch on that in her episode, that just that what these men need. And she's teaching something that's going to give you the skill set to rock his world in the bedroom. And without maybe, I mean, seriously, like if you're good at this, like what are we talking? Five, 10 minutes? Come on. Everything else in your life is getting more than five or 10 minutes. If it only takes five or 10 minutes to make the most important man in your life happy, what the fuck? Come on, don't shortchange yourself. Like, don't and and him. Like, really, if that's all he needs, good God, women, come on. <laughs> 
do it. You need to do this. I hope I'm breaking this down in just palatable bites. I know I can be very direct, but that's my way. That's my style. I don't believe in pussyfooting around, mincing words. There's no point in that. We don't need to sit around a campfire and sing kumbaya. We need to get down to results and we need to make this happen. And I'm just trying to to help and I'm going to keep bringing great resources. I promise. I'm sorry for the preachiness of this episode, but... Yeah, it just, this was building up in me and I've, you know, I've received a couple things lately where I'm just like, damn it. Okay, I got to address this. Like, I can't let this go. All right, there we go. Thank you so much, guys. Love you all. Again, just there's a lovely course coming up on extended orgasms, October 23rd with Alicia and Erwan Devon. I had them already on episode 207. I'll put a link for them in the show notes if you want to take their class. I'm going to be taking it. It's virtual. You get to watch this going on. You get to learn about it. For me, it's the next frontier. Like I just want, I'm always wanting to know like, what can my body do? Like it's a Ferrari. I'm a fucking Ferrari. Like I can be a turbo Ferrari and I'm going to be. So that's why I'm taking this course. And And then also Kenneth Play. Oh my God, like that was a dream, like to have him on my show. And I really feel like he understands a woman's body. And if men, if you're... If you're not sure, this would be a great, this course is great for you to take as a couple and as a single. I mean, like everything I have on can be, is really applicable for both couples and singles because I just, I'm a single, right? So I just eat this stuff up. I think it's fabulous. But even more fun you know, I'm a little jealous of the couples. I'm like, oh my gosh, that would be so great to take this as a couple. So that his Kenneth Play information is truly, truly fantastic. And don't forget Lee Jagger, episode 190, erotic massage. Like ladies, do you want to learn how to do this? Or men, you know, again, I'm not, I guess a lot of times I, you know, I'm, I'm, I apologize. I'm always pretty much gearing this towards the heterosexual market, but I want to be sympathetic to, I know that there's so many other persuasions out there. I just speak from my point of view and I don't try to be limiting. So if I haven't put the proper pronoun in there, I haven't explained it the right way. Guys, help me out. You get it. You know, like how this can relate to you. But, you know, you can be a man giving another man an erotic massage and you want to, because you want to rock his world. This stuff is just, it's good, solid information. I vetted these people and I really believe in what their, the courses and the quality of the material that they're bringing forth. So again, just want to be helpful. I love you guys. I want the best for you guys. I want you to have the best fucking sex lives and the closest, most bonded relationships that you can have. Because at the end of the day, between now and dead, this is the shit that matters. You are not going to wish you spent more time in the office, you attended one more soccer game as much of a soccer mom or soccer dad or football dad or lacrosse, whatever this fucking sport is. Like your kids grow up and leave the nest. Your job is to turn out a quality adult into the world the same time while you maintain and set the example for how to be a quality adult with a loving relationship, okay? And when they're out of the nest, you still should have that primary relationship and that connectivity. And that's the stuff that brings children the most comfort. It's that solidness. When the relationship between their parents is unrocky or unaffectionate or whatever. I mean, this is why people and these why these kids end up in counseling and all that crazy shit. Like, oh, let's really try to be and set the best example that we can. All right. Whew. I said a lot. 
and I meant it. (laughs) And if you get pissed, that's okay. Leave me a voicemail. Tell me you're pissed. You can disagree with me. People do all the time. I don't mind. I welcome it. I also welcome your positive feedback. Go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. Leave me a voicemail. Love you guys. Everybody stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com. <laughs>